up. Been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. Welcome to The Sports Angle, live on AMP TV, double A-M-P TV. Big welcome to everyone listening on CBS Sports, KSIX, Astros, Rockets, Texans Radio Network, as well as Magic 97.9 FM in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. I'm your host, Rocco. Let's get into it. It only seems like a couple of days ago that the NBA Finals had taken place. It doesn't seem, you know, that long that the bubble situation happened in the NBA. They were out there in Florida. They had all these teams in a bubble. They were competing for a championship. It doesn't seem that long. But then when you realize that actually it's been nearly a month since the NBA ended their NBA Finals. The Lakers hoisted the Larry O'Brien Trophy and the fact that the NBA crowned once again a championship to L.A. You understand that they're preparing for the new season. You have December 22nd, the planned date for the NBA's return. And in an interesting twist, recently... It was announced that the Los Angeles Lakers are among the teams that will not have fans in attendance for the 2020-2021 NBA season. That the Staples Center will not have any fans be at the arena. There will be nobody at the Staples Center to cheer on LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and the Los Angeles Lakers. There have also been confirmed reports that sources within the Clippers organization are going to do the same thing. They're going to follow what the Lakers are doing and not have fans in attendance. Now, this is not to speak on behalf of the entire league, but the Lakers are one of the main teams that will not have fans in attendance. Now, you could jump to assumptions and say teams like the Portland Trailblazers, you know, teams like the New York Knicks, teams like the Brooklyn Nets, you know, a lot of blue states are most likely going to follow that trend. You're not going to open up their city. They're not going to open up the NBA arenas and have fans in attendance. You can make that assumption. But what we can also do is go to Texas, for example, and compare what the NFL has done as a reference point. Because there are a lot of teams in the NFL who do not have fans in attendance. However, Texas is one of the states that is actually allowing fans to be there. The Dallas Cowboys and Jerry Jones have allowed fans to be at AT AT&T Stadium. So, will Mark Cuban and the Dallas Mavericks follow that trend? Will the American Airlines Arena, will they have fans in attendance to watch Luka Doncic and Christos Porzingis play in 2020-2021? How about the Houston Rockets? Now, understand the Houston Texans, they have had fans in attendance at NRG Stadium. So, will the Houston Rockets in the Toyota Center follow that trend? All right, I'm not going to ask why the teams are not going to have fans in attendance because we all know deep down that it's all political. Okay. There's going to be a lot of states. that are going to follow 
the political agenda of their legislators and their governors and everything that's going on. And they're going to continue doing what they're doing in the NFL, what they were doing with MLB. You know, they're going to continue that pattern. That's not going to change. But what I really want to know is will the San Antonio Spurs have fans be in attendance because Texas has been one of the states in the NFL that allowed fans to be there. Auto racing. There were certain states that didn't allow fans in attendance, but states like Tennessee, states like Arizona, Texas, Florida, they allowed fans to be at these NASCAR events in 2020. So when you've had the NFL and you've had auto racing as a reference point, it is a safe assumption to say that not every team is going to follow this um, measure. Not every team is going to follow the Lakers and not have fans in attendance. I believe that there are going to be owners who are going to make the bold statement and are going to say, hey, I want that gate revenue I'm going to have fans be in attendance. I mentioned Florida earlier as we're talking about the fact that there will be no fans at certain NBA arenas here on the sports angle. And Florida, they allowed uh, fans to be at Daytona International Speedway to watch NASCAR be there a couple months ago. The NFL, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Jacksonville Jaguars, they have allowed their fans to be in attendance. So the Miami Heat at the American Airlines Center, will they allow their fans to watch Jimmy Butler, to watch you know, Andre Iguodala, to watch all of their star talent in Miami? Will they open that up? Will they allow fans to be there? How about the Orlando Magic, Disney World? You know, how well, will they open up the Orlando Magic? And let Aaron Gordon and Nikola Vucevic to be in person and watch them live at the uh, Amway Arena. Understand that there will be certain states that will open up because if you follow the track record of certain states, they have shown time and time again that they will allow fans in a select portions to be in the stands. But I want to ask all of you, what do you think about the Los Angeles Lakers and the Los Angeles Clippers being among the first teams to not allow fans in attendance for 2020-2021? Do you think this is the right call? Do you think this is the worst decision that these teams can make in terms of gate revenue? How is this going to affect the gate revenue of these teams who don't decide to have fans in attendance as opposed to these teams that allow fans into the arena. And if you are a fan of one of these teams that don't allow fans to be in attendance, why would you care about your team moving forward? Why are you still going to sit there and pour money into this team when they choose to not allow you to be in the arena? If you're a fan of the Los Angeles Lakers, and there are plenty of Lakers fans, Lakers Nation is very, very well known here in Las Vegas. What's your reaction? Are you still going to sit there with your Lakers jersey? You could have your Kobe Bryant. You could have your number eight or number 24. Maybe you're kind of old school, so you've got your Kareem, you got your Magic. Or maybe you're new school and you got an Anthony Davis, LeBron James jersey on. Regardless, how do you feel about the fact that you can't go to L.A. and go see your favorite NBA player play at Staples Center? What about the Clippers fans? Because the Las Vegas Clippers is a possibility. Would you be upset if you could not go see Kawhi Leonard and Paul George live in person? For the people of Texas, if Mark Cuban decides to not let the Mavericks have fans in attendance, if they decide to not follow the trend of the NFL and not allow certain fans to be in the stands, what would be your reaction? Would you be happy? 
Would you be upset? I mean, what would be the outrage out there in Texas if the Mavericks, Rockets, or Spurs decided to follow the trend the Lakers and Clippers have set and not allow fans in attendance? Because I understand that there are plenty of NBA fans who listen to the sports angle. I understand that there are millions of NBA fans here in the United States and in Canada as well. And speaking of Canada, with the U.S.-Canadian border conflict, will the Toronto Raptors be forced to play here in the United States? And if they are forced to play in the United States, where are they going to play? Where are they going to play here in Las Vegas? Are they going to be in Louisville? Are they going to be up there in Buffalo? Where will they play? If they do decide to play in Las Vegas, Louisville, Buffalo, will they be allowed to have gate revenue? Or because of the political agendas that are out there, will they follow the trend that has been set by the L.A. teams and will they not have fans in attendance? And the most important question that I need to ask is for the NBA owners that are following the Lakers and Clippers and they decide to not have gate revenue, how much longer can you rely on TV revenue in order for you to be in the green? How much longer can that TV revenue withhold you not having gate revenue? Because there's one thing that is very understood about gate revenue is that that is a portion, a percentage of money that NBA owners get. All right, that gate revenue is theirs. So at the end of the day, how much percentage are you willing to give up in order to follow the trend of what the Clippers and the Lakers have done? This is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. We're going to get into college basketball. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back brace covered by Medicare. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. The Health Alert Hotline is your back brace company. These specialized braces have been thoroughly tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility. Don't wait. The deadline is fast approaching. The call just takes a few minutes, and we will handle all of the Medicare paperwork. Back braces have helped thousands of people just like you get relief from their back pain and return to living their lives to the fullest, enjoying activities they thought they might never be able to experience again. Find out if you're eligible to receive a pain-relieving back brace. Make sure to have your Medicare card ready when you call. Call us right now. 800-223-7902. That's 800-223-7902. AMP, the multi-format network, is here to help create, produce, distribute, and sell your content. For more information, send a message to info at aamp.tv. That's info at aamp.tv. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. For a free evaluation, you may visit them online at abtrustco.com. That's A-B-T-R-U-S-T-C-O.com. Or call them at 657-600-1876. That's the American Business Trust Company, 657-600-1876. Call them today. They can help your business right away. 
The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-854-3183. 800 3183 That's 800-854-3183. Welcome back to The Sports Angle, live on AMP TV, double A-M-P TV. Big welcome to everyone listening on CBS Sports, KSIX, Astros, Rockets, Texans Radio Network, as well as Magic 97.9 FM in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. I'm your host, Rocco. Let's get back into it. They revealed the AP Top 25 Rankings for college basketball, and Gonzaga being number one is great for people who are in the Pacific Northwest and for certain family members of mine who are actual supporters of Gonzaga, they were excited to hear that news. But I'm not going to focus on Gonzaga for this part. All right, I'm letting you know that they are the number one team according to this ranking. Texas, however, you have a lot to be excited about because you don't have just one, not just two, not just a trio, but you have four teams ranked in the top 25 to begin the college basketball season. Now, you have Baylor at number two. And let's understand this about college basketball. Baylor has been a rising star in college basketball that over the past couple of years, Baylor has shown in college basketball and definitely in the big 12 that they can hold their own. They have shown that Baylor and their men's basketball team is able to compete with the big boys head to head and actually win several games that they were supposed to lose. Baylor has a very talented roster heading into the 2020-2021 college basketball season. And the fact that they are ranked so high at number two for a Texas team, that is outstanding. And for anyone in Texas who's listening right now who is either an alum of Baylor or they're just a fan of Baylor, Understand that having their college basketball team rank so high, that is an accomplishment. Now, in order for that to be an achievement, they need to take this college basketball season and they need to make it count. They have to have a dominant season with that high ranking. And speaking of teams that have had dominant seasons in the past, as we're talking about college basketball and their released rankings here on the sports angle. How about Texas Tech? Texas Tech, they are ranked 14th on the college basketball rankings. And yes, that is lower than Baylor. But understand that Texas Tech has even been their miracle story in itself. They went out two years ago and got this head coach named Chris Beard. And for UNLV fans... For the people in Vegas, you recognize that name because he spurned you and has chose to go to Texas Tech. So he goes to Texas Tech, and it is two years being with the program. He led Texas Tech onto this miracle run 
and got them all the way into the Final Four. And it was amazing that this Big 12 school, Texas Tech, a, t- a school that really isn't well-known for their college basketball program, for them to get that far and for them to have that form of success, I remember watching and being excited for the people in Texas because they had somebody that they could say, hey, look at our school. Hey, look at what Texas Tech is doing. They're going all the way, and it was a proud accomplishment. And I will say that Texas Tech being 14th, you could make the argument that that is a little low, but it's not where your ranking is at the beginning that matters. It's at the end that matters. So if Texas Tech can build on momentum this season, and if they can take the momentum of what they've been building up for these last two, two and a half years, that is very important. You also have to understand the turnaround of a recruiting. That, you know, with two, two and a half years in, that is normally when the new head coach's team is being set up by him. Because normally the first year, the second year in, it's still going to be leftovers of the old coach. You know, his recruiting and his uh, players that he brought in are normally going to be there when you're in year one, year two. When you get into that middle part of you know that third year as a head coach, that's when the team really starts to become your own. And in college basketball, with a lot of one-year turnovers, that definitely becomes the case. Because a lot of the freshmen that your old coach recruited, they have either already declared for the draft or they are already juniors and seniors and they are planning on eventually leaving that college because of either transfers or declaring for the draft as a um, junior or senior. So Texas Tech, that's starting to become Chris Beard's team and them being 14th is is a good accomplishment for them. But once again, it's not about where you start that matters. It's where you end up. So excited to see what Texas Tech does, what Baylor does as the number two rank. Can they keep up that momentum all season long? But I mentioned there are four Texas teams that are ranked in the top 25. Houston is on that list. University of Houston, the Cougars. I mean, University of Houston... I remember the 80s teams watching those documentaries on ESPN about the Clyde Drexler, uh, Keem Olajuwon duo out there at University of Houston. And outside of the rare occurrence, University of Houston hasn't really been a basketball uh, city when it comes to college basketball. I mean, the Rockets have been huge in that meantime, don't get me wrong. But when it comes to the University of Houston Cougars, they've kind of been lower on the totem pole. So with them being in the top 25, that could be because of recruiting. That could be because of solid coaching. That could be because of the roster they have uh, built as of right now. But understand that University of Houston being in the top 25 and understanding the conference that they are in There is a possibility that University of Houston could be a solid team to watch over this college basketball season. They could be the quiet underdog that college basketball needs. Because every year in college basketball, there seems to be that team. You know, a team that was lower in the top 25 at the beginning of the season, but they build momentum. You know, they get that train going. And by the end of the regular season in college basketball, there will be that one team that's in the top 10 that you are genuinely shocked and amazed at. And University of Houston could be that team. And the fact that they are ranked uh, high as they are right now, that could be a possibility. So for the people out there in Texas and the people who are University of Houston alum, you could see University of Houston potentially be that silent, quiet team that makes momentum in the college basketball season and potentially 
be a team that gets it to the top 10 by the end of the college basketball season. Look out for that. And then the last team is the Texas Longhorns. And I'm going to say this because I understand that University of Texas is one of the well-known colleges in the United States. And in Texas, there are plenty of Longhorn alum. There are plenty of University of Texas diehard fans out there in Texas. And regardless of if you like them or if you hate them, there's no denying the impact that Texas has had over the last, oh my gosh, 50 years. There's no denying the fact that when Texas is in baseball, basketball, football, they make their presence known. That when they have a successful team, when they are a well-ran program, they will get those five-star recruits. They will get to those Final Four appearances. They will get to the college football championship games. They will get to the College World Series. Like, Texas, when done right, is a very solid program. So for them to be in the top 25, look, Texas, they could be in the Big 12. They could make a serious push. And who knows, with them both being in the top 25 in basketball and in football, watch out for Texas. But I want to ask everyone who's listening right now, what do you think about four Texas teams being in the top 25 at the beginning of the college basketball season? Do you agree with the AP rankings? Do you disagree with the rankings? Do you think that Baylor is ranked at the right spot at number two? What about Texas Tech? Do you think that Texas Tech could take that number 14 ranking and potentially get up into the Final Four once again? What about Houston? Are they going to be that silent team that makes a run in this college basketball season? How about Texas? Will Texas do what they've been doing in college football which is be a top 25 team, be in the conversation, but not be the main center of attention. And for the people out here in the Pacific Northwest, there are plenty of Gonzaga fans out there. What do you think about them being number one? Are you excited about it? Are you happy to hear that Gonzaga is number one? Then shout out to Ringmaster Sal comes on an hour before me. What do you think about your Duke Blue Devils barely being in the top 10? This is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. We're going to get into the NFL. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Attention business owners, you and your customers are listening to this commercial right now. Face it, every business needs customers, even yours. The Sports Circus is a primetime nationally syndicated program that's carried on ABC, NBC, CNBC, and Westwood One News affiliates, plus CBS, Fox, and NBC sports affiliates across North America with coverage from Hawaii to New York. Also, the Sports Circus is available to the 180 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, and the Sports Circus gets about 4 million website visitors per month, which could click through your website and bring sales. The Sports Circus provides great content featuring celebrity guests from sports and entertainment to our audience every weekday, which your company could greatly benefit from by increasing your visibility, foot traffic, eyeballs to your website, and calls from potential customers. Call us right now at 702-799-9935. Again, 702-799-9935. Or email us at info at thesportscircus.com. That's info at thesportscircus.com. Drive your sales today by advertising with the Sports Circus. So, you want to be in show business. Do people tell you that you're really funny, you have a great personality, and you should have your own talk show? Many of us have been told that, but we don't know how to get started. It's easier than you think. Let the pros at Cali Vegas give you a free talent evaluation. Call 949-445-1119 and learn how quickly you can create, produce, and host your very own talk show. Imagine not having to sit in traffic every day, commuting back and forth to the same old boring job. Get started in television or radio today with your free talent evaluation from Cali Vegas. Call 949-445-1119 or visit them online at calivegas.com. Make your dream come true today and create your new career and learn how to become a television or radio star with the help of Cali Vegas. 949-445-1119. Call now. 
This is a time-sensitive message from the Back Pain Relief Hotline. Millions of people across the nation are suffering from back pain. Are you? Are you on Medicare? Is it hard to walk, to bend over, or even do simple things? Well, we have great news. If you're on Medicare, you could qualify to receive a pain-relieving back brace. We'll handle all the Medicare paperwork if you qualify and ship your new back brace right to your door. Make sure you have your Medicare card ready and please call Call us right now and get all the details. It only takes a few minutes. Imagine doing everything you used to do before your back pain. With your Medicare card ready, call the Back Pain Relief Hotline today. Call now. 800-223-7902. Worried about mom or dad falling? The Symphony Medical Alert System from CVS Health helps make their home safer, even if you can't be there. Symphony works with voice activation or a care button they can opt to wear, along with smart sensors for coverage around the home. With 24-7 emergency response and an app to tie it all together, you can monitor your loved one's well-being for enhanced peace of mind. Terms and conditions apply. Learn more about Symphony at cvs.com symphony or find it at your nearest CVS Health Hub. Discover the new 3-Step Pro Partial Range, specifically designed to clean your partials and remaining teeth in three simple steps. Clean your partial, strengthen your natural teeth, protect your whole mouth. Stand up to further tooth loss with Polident Pro Partial, available at Walmart. 100-223-7902. Paid for by the Health Alert Hotline. Welcome back to The Sports Angle, live on AMP TV, double A-M-P TV. Big welcome to everyone listening on CBS Sports, KSIX, Astros, Rockets, Texans Radio Network, as well as Magic 97.9 FM in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. I'm your host, Rocco. Let's get back into it. The Las Vegas Raiders. They're going to be facing the Denver Broncos. And now for people in Las Vegas, you will know for the past 25 years, Las Vegas has really been Broncos country. That for the past two and a half decades, when you turned on CBS in the morning or in the afternoon, Broncos games would be airing. Because of how popular the Broncos were in Las Vegas So the fact that for the first time ever, you're going to be having the Las Vegas Raiders and the Denver Broncos competing against each other, and you're going to be having the former team that ruled the airwaves in Las Vegas and Denver go up against the current king of the airwaves in Las Vegas, and that is the Las Vegas Raiders. That will be an interesting matchup in itself. But there's even one step deeper that we need to talk about. And that is the fact that we have a rookie wide receiver battle with Denver and with Las Vegas that a lot of people from Alabama are intrigued to watch. There's a lot of people who uh, analyze the NFL draft every single year. They want to watch this matchup. And for the Raiders fans and Broncos fans alike, you are going to tune in to see two wide receivers that are always compared to each other no matter what. Let me take you back a year from now. Okay, it was University of Alabama. They were trying to compete for a national championship, and they had two talented wide receivers. Two wide receivers who skill-wise were polar opposites of each other. On one side, you had wide receiver Jerry Judy. And Jerry Judy had great hands. All right, he had great hands. He was able to make all of these great catches uh, from Tua. Okay, when it was Tua or if it was Mac Jones, 
he was able to get down the field and make these excellent plays with his hands against these SEC teams. And there was a lot of draft uh, analysts and a lot of scouts and a lot of insiders who believed that Jerry Judy was going to be the first Alabama wide receiver to be taken. A lot of people had him as the second best wide receiver behind CeeDee Lamb from Oklahoma. And right behind him when it came to the draft boards, right behind him when it came to the death chart at Alabama, and when it came to the overall um, popularity of his draft pick, Jerry Judy had his polar opposite, and that was Henry Ruggs III. Now, Henry Ruggs had one good trait over Judy. He had one trait and one ability and one skill set that always made him stand apart from everybody else in his draft class, and that was his feet. That was his speed. You know, his quickness, his agility, his elusiveness. That is what Ruggs always had on his side. Okay, the fact that Ruggs was able to make these plays with his feet that his counterpart could not do. So heading into the NFL draft, they complete the season at Alabama. They don't make it to the national championship, but they still have a good season in most people's eyes. Okay, if this was any other college football program, having only two losses would be an excellent season. But for Alabama, that's considered a disappointment. So they finish that season up, and then they go to the draft combine. You go to the combine, you do all your drills, they do all of that. And Ruggs and Judy stand out in two categories. You had Ruggs, who did great in the in the 40-yard dash. You had Ju- Judy that did well when it came to the pa- catching drills. You know, when you have to do those drills where you have four quarterbacks on each corner and they and you pretty much have to turn every single time to catch a ball, you have to do it very quickly. There was those kind of drills that he excelled at. So heading into the draft, the Las Vegas Raiders were projected to draft a cor- draft a wide receiver or a quarterback. And a lot of people believed that if the Raiders were going to take a wide receiver, it was going to be one of the two Alabama wide receivers. A lot of people speculated that they were leaning towards Jerry Judy because of all of the advantages and the positives that he had coming out of Alabama. But then there was the silent minority who believed that the Raiders wanted speed. There was a silent minority who understood that the Raiders wanted a fast wide receiver to contend with Tyreek Hill, to be on the same pedestal as what Keenan Allen and what the wide receiver from Denver has as well. So understand uh, Cortland Sutton. So the Oakland Raiders drafted Henry Ruggs from Alabama. He was the first wide receiver taken. He was off the board. And at the time, the draft analysts and a lot of insiders actually didn't like the selection. There was a lot of people who believed that they had jumped the gun on that selection. There were some analysts who even said that Ruggs probably would have been there with the Raiders' second pick later in the first round. So there was some skepticism. You know, there was some criticism for that pick. And then when the Broncos selected Jerry Judy as the second wide receiver taken off the board, this is where the comparison started. Because twice a year, the Broncos and Raiders have to face off. And for twice a year, you're going to get the battle of two Alabama wide receivers head-to-head. And as we're talking about the Las Vegas Raiders versus Denver Broncos here on the sports angle, this is going to be the matchup that a lot of fans are excited to see. This is the matchup that a lot of fantasy football owners are going to want to watch because Jerry Judy has been classified ever since he was at Alabama as the better wide receiver. That because of his hands, because of his ability to make these catches 
down the field, a lot of people had him as the better wide receiver. And then on the other scale, you had certain people who understood that the speed and the elusiveness of Henry Ruggs is what made him an asset. So the one key matchup that you are going to want to watch for Denver versus Las Vegas is not a defensive back versus wide receiver. It is not going to be a defensive end versus quarterback. It's not going to be linebacker going up against you know a tight end. That's not the matchups that you're going to want to be watching. And it's not going to be quarterback versus quarterback. The matchup that fans and scouts and analysts and insiders are going to be paying close attention to is the matchup that has been speculated and the matchup that has been excited to see ever since they are playing at Alabama, and that is who really was the best wide receiver to come out of Alabama in the 2020 NFL Draft. A lot of people want to know in their first head-to-head matchup who was the right decision. Was selecting Ruggs before Judy actually the best decision for the Raiders? Or did the Raiders make a mistake by allowing Judy to get selected by the Denver Broncos as the second wide receiver taken off the board? That is going to be the matchup that people are going to want to watch. But let me ask all of you, when the Raiders and Broncos play this upcoming weekend, are you going to be excited to see the matchup between two former wide receivers from Alabama, two former teammates who have always been compared to each other no matter what? If you're a Raiders fan, if Ruggs has a breakout performance, if he goes on a tear this upcoming week, Are you going to be satisfied with you taking rugs with the first wide receiver? And if the Broncos, Jerry Judy, ends up having an excellent performance for the Denver Broncos, if the Raiders, Henry Ruggs, doesn't perform on par with him, are Raiders fans going to doubt that pick? Or are you just going to scuff it off as a one-off? You know, are you not going to take this game as seriously as some analysts and as some insiders have it to be? Or are you going to do exactly what those people are going to do and watch this game and watch the upcoming matchup later in the season and try to figure out, did Mike Mayock and did John Gruden make the right decision by drafting speed over hands, by drafting elusiveness over um, jump ball wide receivers? That is the decisions. Those are the questions that need to be answered for this Broncos and Raiders question because all of the Raiders fans here in Las Vegas, you are going to watch the Judy versus Ruggs matchup and you're going to want to know, did the Raiders make the right decision? Did they draft the right Alabama wide receiver? We're going to get into college football. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. AMP, the multi-format network, is here to help create, produce, distribute, and sell your content. For more information, send a message to info at aamp.tv. That's info at aamp.tv. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. For a free evaluation, you may visit them online at abtrustco.com. That's A-B-T-R-U-S-T-C-O.com. Or call them at 657-600-1876. That's the American Business Trust Company, 657-600-1876. Call them today. They can help your business right away. 
This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back brace covered by Medicare. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. The Health Alert Hotline is your back brace company. These specialized braces have been thoroughly tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility. Don't wait. The deadline is fast approaching. The call just takes a few minutes, and we will handle all of the Medicare paperwork. Back braces have helped thousands of people just like you get relief from their back pain and return to living their lives to the fullest, enjoying activities they thought they might never be able to experience again. Find out if you're eligible to receive a pain-relieving back brace. Make sure to have your Medicare card ready when you call. Call us right now. 800-223-7902-800-223-7902. 800-223-7902. That's 800-223-7902. Attention business owners. You and your customers are listening to this commercial right now. Face it, every business needs customers, even yours. The Sports Circus is a primetime nationally syndicated program that's carried on ABC, NBC, CNBC, and Westwood One News affiliates, plus CBS, Fox, and NBC sports affiliates across North America with coverage from Hawaii to New York. Also, the Sports Circus is available to the 180 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, and the Sports Circus gets about 4 million website visitors per month, which could click through your website and bring sales. The Sports Circus provides great content featuring celebrity guests from sports and entertainment to our audience every weekday, which your company could greatly benefit from by increasing your visibility, foot traffic, eyeballs to your website, and calls from potential customers. Call us right now at 702-799-9935. Again, 702-799-9935. Or email us at info at thesportscircus.com. That's info at thesportscircus.com. Drive your sales today by advertising with the Sports Circus. Welcome back to The Sports Angle, live on AMP TV, double A-M-P TV. Big welcome to everyone listening on CBS Sports, KSIX, Astros, Rockets, Texans Radio Network, as well as Magic 97.9 FM in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. I'm your host, Rocco. Let's get back into it. The college football playoff. You know, this is a accomplishment. This is an achievement that a lot of the Power Five schools want to get to. You know, the SEC, the ACC, the Big Ten, you know, if you're one of the top teams, if you're one of the elite teams in college football, your goal is playoff football, college football championship game or bust. You know, your goal is to be one of the four teams at the end of the year competing for the title. And as of right now, with only a handful of games left in the calendar year in college football, it is Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, and Ohio State. But on the outskirts, the last team out of the college football playoff is Texas A&M, those Aggies, all right, they are one of the teams that only has one loss to their resume. All right, Clemson is the first team of a loss, but the second team right after them, number five, is Texas A&M. And I mentioned recently here on the show that it is mathematically possible and it is theoretically possible eligible for them to make the college football playoff. But what we didn't talk about is schedule-wise, is it actually going to happen? Will there be something in their schedule that will force Texas A&M to not make the college football playoff? And how we're going to break this down is we're going to take the top six. Because from seven all the way down to 25, they have a realistically long shot of making the college football playoff. And with Cincinnati, with BYU not being in the Power Five, it makes it nearly impossible for them to make the playoff anyway. 
So let's focus on the top six, and then let's break it down from there. Alabama is at number one. And we're going to do this, as we're going to break this down, we're going to do it by taking the two most important games from the, their schedule left. And we are going to go in order and say, all right, here's Alabama. Here's their two games that is most important left on their schedule. And how are they going to fare in that? You know, is there a possibility that that team could lose one game or that team could lose both games and get eliminated from the playoff and allow Texas A&M to get in? I will take Texas A&M's schedule and I will say, all right, this two games that are the most important on the back end of their schedule, can they win both of those games? Can they run the theoretical gauntlet and get into the championship four? Let's start with Alabama, the number one team in the nation. They are going to have Auburn. They're going to have that heated rivalry, War Eagle versus Roll Tide. All right, you have a top 25 school in Auburn, and they can upset the number one Alabama Crimson Tide. But the most important question is even if Auburn does that, even if they had one loss to Alabama's schedule, can that eliminate them from the Final Four? I'm going to say no. Because of the fact that they're still undefeated, and the fact that they are going to be undefeated heading into that heated rivalry, even if they lose one game, they might drop down to the four seed, or they might drop down to the third seed in the college football playoff. But unless they lose both of these games that are very important on their schedule, I don't see Alabama dropping out of the college football playoff committee because more importantly, the sports books have Alabama as the odds on favorite to win the college football playoff. I mean, when you take the college football odds at the sports book, you've got Clemson, you got Alabama, you have Ohio State, you have your usual suspects at the top. And we've always observed that the college football playoff committee tends to favor teams that are highly ranked in terms of the odds. That a lot of these sports books have certain teams at the top. And the college football playoff committee has always been known to play favorites. So they have Auburn, they have the Iron Bowl, and then they have their final game of the season against Arkansas. And in college football, that should be an easy win. Alabama versus Arkansas, that should be an easy W. But understand that with this being college football, anything can happen on sun on on Saturday. All right, on Sunday, that's the NFL on Saturday. College football, anything can happen in that world. So unless Alabama loses both games to Auburn and to Arkansas to end the season, it is very unlikely that Alabama is going to be eliminated from the college football playoff. All right, so then let's break down the number two team, and that is Notre Dame. They're in the ACC. They are undefeated as of this moment. And those two most important games to end the season is Boston College and North Carolina. Now, Boston College, once again, should be an easy uh, win. But like I said with Alabama versus Arkansas, it's college football. Anything can happen on any given Saturday. So if they do lose to Boston College, or if they lose to the former-ranked North Carolina Tar Heels, would that knock out Notre Dame if they lost to one of those schools? And I'm going to say unlikely unless they have like a brutal, devastating loss to one of those two. You know, if there is a possibility that one of those two schools happens to blow out Notre Dame, then yes, that would knock them out of the college football playoff. But if it was, you know, a one-touchdown game, or if it's a four-point deficit, or if it's like a one-point, very close uh, matchup, I'm going to say that would keep Notre Dame in 
just based off of the fact that it wasn't a devastating blowout loss that they would not be able to justify having the Fighting Irish in the college football playoff. So with them getting one loss, I would say they would stay in. If they have two losses, just like Alabama, then it would be hard to justify having them in the college football playoff committee. So in order for Notre Dame to be out of the playoff, they'd have to lose to both Boston College and North Carolina. Similar to how if Alabama lost to both Auburn and Arkansas, that's the only way they will be out of the playoff. And as we're talking about the college football playoff and all the scenarios that it would take to get certain teams eliminated to put in Texas A&M here on the sports angle, let's keep this going. Ohio State is next. And Ohio State is the wild card here because unlike Alabama and Notre Dame, they don't have the security blanket of a long schedule. They don't have that security blanket of being, you know, one of the best teams in college football that they can use as a cushion. So the two most important games to end their schedule is the one that's coming up very recently and that is number 10, Indiana, going up against Ohio State. All right? That is one of the most important games that they're going to have to go up against. And if oh, Indiana pulls off the upset, if they overtake Ohio State, that could get them out of the college football playoff. At them having one loss with Ohio State, that could be the possibility. That could be the opportunity for Texas A&M to get in to championship four. And even if they beat Indiana, the most important game that would also be left on their schedule would be Illinois. Okay, you have Indiana, you have Illinois. Those are the two most important games left on the schedule for Ohio State. And if Indiana or Illinois upset Ohio State, it doesn't have to take both. It could just take one for them to get eliminated from the college football playoff committee. And the last team ahead of the Texas A&M Aggies happens to be the Clemson Tigers. And we all know that Clemson was the number one team before they lost to Notre Dame. Well, the rest of their schedule actually is not as difficult as some people might think. That Clemson, their two most important games are Florida State and Pittsburgh to end the season. And now, if this was a couple of years ago, I would sit here and tell you that Florida State and Clemson would be the matchup of the year. But Florida State's prestige has fallen off tremendously over the last four years. Okay, ever since 2016, Florida State has terribly fallen off in terms of college football relevance. Pitt used to be a very successful team in the early 2000s to mid-2000s, also in the 80s with Dan Marino. But Pitt now doesn't really have the same tone and the same ring to it like they used to. But is it possible for Clemson to lose those two? Absolutely. So for Florida State to upset Clemson, if it did happen, that would be a second loss. That would get Clemson out of the college football playoff. If Pitt did the upset, and they've done upsets in the past, and they take out Clemson, well, that's second loss. They're out of there. So if Clemson or Ohio State loses one more game, that would allow Texas A&M to get in. If Alabama loses to both Arkansas and Auburn, that would get them out. If Notre Dame loses to both Boston College and North Carolina, that would get them out. But the story is that the top two teams need to lose both games for them to be eliminated. Ohio State and Clemson only need to lose one for them to not be in the college football playoff. And Texas A&M's schedule is actually not the hardest in the world. There isn't going to be this massive upset that they're going to have to go up against. 
they have LSU and they have Auburn. And LSU has been kind of a joke in 2020. So LSU could be a win for Texas A&M. And depending on what happens with Auburn versus Alabama, that would be the tough game that Texas A&M has to face off. I'm going to say Texas A&M, they run the gauntlet. They win both of those games. And you will see the Texas A&M Aggies being in the college football playoff. That's it, the Sports Angle. Go to our website, thesportsangle.com, and follow us on social media at the Sports Angle. So long, everyone. So, you want to be in show business. Do people tell you that you're really funny, you have a great personality? And you should have your own talk show. Many of us have been told that, but we don't know how to get started. It's easier than you think. Let the pros at Cali Vegas give you a free talent evaluation. Call 949-445-1119 and learn how quickly you can create, produce, and host your very own talk show. Imagine not having to sit in traffic every day, commuting back and forth to the same old boring job. Get started in television or radio today with your free talent evaluation from Cali Vegas. Call 949-445-1119 or visit them online at calivegas.com. Make your dream come true today and create your new career and learn how to become a television or radio star with the help of Cali Vegas. 949-445-1119. Call now. Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. Been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. 